Avengers! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Excelsior, the world's number one Marvel's Avengers podcast. I'm your director, Christian Buckley. As always, joining me is the Apex legend, Jack Martin. Excelsior, Christian. How you doing? How was your Independence Day holiday celebrations? It was pretty good. Um, I did not really enthusiastically celebrate. I saw some hometown friends on the 3rd. Uh, I, I watched Stranger Things last weekend, and I ate a hot dog. So that was that was me. How about you? Those are about the most American things you could do, so that sounds pretty good. Um, yeah. I went to a baseball game on July nice. 4th. Uh, they had fireworks there, so that was cool. Um, yeah, mostly just kind of hung around. I also watched Stranger Things. Let me tell you, I think that's the best television show right now. I, I think so too, man. What a what a great show that is. I easily far and away think it's the best season of TV in our circles that we've gotten this year. Like easily. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um But yeah, yeah. it's great. I think that and, and Better Call Saul are, are doing some really good stuff. But yeah, I uh really love season four and this is the part two of, of season four and man, it's just so good. Um and I love that show. I feel like the creators really understand what they're doing with that and are mm-hmm. taking the time and everything they really need to do to make it a really fantastic show. So that was, I think, probably the highlight of the weekend. You know, I I have this. It's, it's a very light news week, folks. We'll get to the game in a minute and we'll talk about Ms. Marvel later in the show. But while we're on the topic of Stranger Things, just being better than everything, uh, I know specifically with star wars there's been that rumor for a while that they're chasing stranger things and i feel like that's something we hear a lot out of production companies it's like oh we want this to be like our stranger things you know i Hmm. i think that the duffer brothers might be my second choice to do the x-men for the mcu interesting now expound because I think with the X-Men, obviously you have Professor X, you have the geezers of the group, but it's a school for gifted youngsters. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be a show, which I do think they should start the X-Men as a show. Um, whether it's a show or a movie series, start with a young cast, Harry Potter, Stranger Things style, allow them to grow into their roles. And then by the time they're like, I don't know, adults, they're going to be fighting Galactus on the big screen, you know? And if the Duffer brothers want to do that, I think we wouldn't be in a bad spot. I'm all on board with that. My one thing is for if they do the X-Men show, which I think would be a great idea, mm-hmm. just give them the budget of Stranger Things, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Season four Stranger Things in particular, because yeah. that show... You, I, I don't know why you just like maybe wouldn't expect it because it's like a it's like an 80s show and like yes there's like a lot of cg stuff in there but for the most part it's just kids in a town um looks incredible <laughs> just looks absolutely astounding uh and we've seen i think with a lot of the mcu and even star wars disney plus shows like kenobi i didn't think looked all that great um and book of boba fett and things like that uh i, I feel like deserve especially obi-wan kenobi deserve the budget uh like just an insane amount of budget 
that that project really needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Netflix is not afraid to just throw so much money at Stranger Things. So I would hope they would do the same for uh, X-Men should Disney Plus and Marvel decide to do an X-Men show. Yeah, I imagine they won't be able to do this because they are tied up with both season five. And I think they just launched like a production company called like Upside Down Productions. So like they're probably set. Uh, But I did say second choice, Jack, because I think my number one choice remains to this day. uh, One Barry Jenkins. Are you familiar? Mm, No, give me some examples here. Uh, Barry Jenkins directed Moonlight. The the incredible film that, again, deals with a very wide range of actors in terms of age ranges. Because you have the childhood story, you have the teenage story, and then you have the adult story. Which, like, Moonlight is one of the best movies I've seen in the last, like, ten years. I love that movie. Uh, I think Barry Jenkins would kill it tackling X-Men. So, he's my number one choice still to this day. Those are good choices. I don't think I've really thought about it all that much to have any on hand, but Mm -hmm. I think we'll hear about it soon. I think we talked about that last week, but yeah, I I feel like we'll get a soft confirmation of X-Men at Mm -hmm. whatever. I think they're doing San Diego Diego Comic-Con at the end of the month. So just give me a logo. Logo and a director or a creative team or literally anything, right? Um. Or maybe announce, like, who Professor X is. That could be fun, but that's so far away, Jack. Do you know what's happening in the immediate future for Marvel? Yes, skins. That's pretty much it. Skins based off a movie that's about to drop that we have not seen yet. This episode's going to be released after the movie's out, but timeline-wise, past Christian and Jack... Current Christian and Jack, if you're listening to this, have not seen Love and Thunder yet. But it's cracking the Fury's report. The only notable piece of news this week for Marvel's Avengers. It's all about Thor. We got a couple Thor hits to drop. What are they? So we got, of course, Love and Thunder coming out. Um, is it tonight, technically? July 7th, as we're recording? Yes, I could go to a theater right now and go see it if I wanted to. But uh, I would like to avoid the uh the rush of gentle minions viewers you know still too fresh (laughs) that's something so i've been taking a bit of a social media break haven't seen i've only heard tale of the the minions suit bros situation where people are going to see the minions with suits on um i think that's delightful that's my opinion on that situation so I'll, I'll pardon you with this because, again, you said you're on a social media uh, cleanse, but they are creating the the most ruckiest of ruckuses at these theaters, Jack. I saw oh, somebody. Hysteria? Yeah, somebody threw like a banana at the screen, which oh, stained no. the screen, and like you have to just fully replace the screen at that point. Yeah. Uh, an entire theater of gentle minions got kicked out, like. Remember your Nightmare No Way Home theater experience? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That, but for the Minion movie. Okay. I I rescind my comment. Um, (laughs) I I hoped it was people respectfully, you know, in three-piece suits and monocles going to see a Minions movie because that in and of itself is hilarious and respectfully watching the film. (laughs) 
<laughs> and peacefully leaving. But apparently that's not the case. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but I having... blame Avengers Endgame for all of this, by the way. You're probably right. I feel like I feel like Infinity War, the, the very end of that movie was the catalyst of audience reactions. Yeah. And that really like set us up. I don't think people were really going crazy at that point, but people were definitely like like audible gasps in the audience, more so than I've heard in most movies. Yeah. To that point. And then yeah, Endgame, you, myself and uh Pat saw that uh for Excelsior back in the day. And that was the first time I was in a movie theater where people were like saying wor- strings of words <laughs> and people mm-hmm. were just fine with it. Yeah. And now here we are. Yes. Well, having nothing to do with any of what we just talked about, uh, Thor Love and Thunder is out this weekend. uh, And because of that, we have the Thor Love and Thunder skin associated with that movie. This is Thor uh, with his like sort of blue and gold chest piece with some blue and gold gauntlets. Um, He's got like some electric shockiness on his little bulbs up and down him um it's a good looking suit yeah i uh i like this one as well i like the blue implemented in there um it's not my favorite thor suit from the mcu but it's a good looking skin for this game you know yeah and that's out tomorrow uh speaking of skins a huge deviation you pointed this out to me recently uh captain america was in the Fortnite shop for july 4th is that correct yes it was i think it might still be in the shop actually right now I don't play any Fortnite, but when you texted me that, I was very tempted to just mm. pop into that shop and drop the $20 it cost to have him and just never use it. Yeah, uh, so that's a big temptation with Fortnite, dude. <laughs> they're, they're digital act- action figures. It's 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 a problem. Yeah, and I remember uh, we were, I think we did a segment for Excelsior back in the day about Fortnite, and i came in with my switch and i didn't have any skins and you were power like oh you're rocking like the regular skin <laughs> like, yeah. yeah man haven't haven't dipped into the skins at all on Fortnite. yeah i mean we're it's a light show once again folks indiana jones just got added to the battle pass battle pass and a thousand v bucks is eleven dollars i think if you buy it through fortnite crew which you will just have for a month but you get to keep everything get the whole battle pass which darth vader is in jack you get indiana jones who has his own quest line you get um like i said a thousand v bucks which is half the captain america skin and if you play through that battle pass you're gonna unlock probably close to another thousand v bucks so if you grind it out you could have a captain america indiana jones and darth vader by the end of the season that's quite the connection. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you uh if you care, fun things going on in the world of Marvel skins right now. Uh speaking of spending money though, on the PlayStation store I saw whatever sale they're running right now, you spend a dollar, you get a Thor skin, I believe a Thor nameplate as well, and 500 credits. Mhm. These are the blue boys. Yes, the yeah. blue microtransaction currency, which, uh, again, that's covering a little less than half of uh, one of these MCU skins in this game. So 
yeah that, that's pretty cool for, for one dollar you basically get four dollars <laughs> that's yeah. my that's my math right there yeah it's a it's a it's a five dollar value if you will yep that's how math works uh but if you're looking to not spend any money than you already are if you have amazon prime there's a prime gaming twitch drop which uh, i meant to claim but i forgot what my square enix login was and um i was not able to pick it up yet but there's a thor skin as well i think it's called like asgardian thor so i don't know if that's an original skin marketplace skin or what but easy way to get a, a new thor skin in your game for your fits but i don't know who's looking to kit out their thor right now when jane foster mighty thor just dropped in this game right yeah that's i mean i guess it is the season of thor yeah as it as it is but yeah you're right it kind of the focus of this game right now within the past couple of weeks has been jane so yeah it's a it's a little little strange to be focused on thor but i get it yeah uh i do know that the devs over at crystal would love if the focus stayed on thor right now jack do you know why yeah, because everything good in this game is leaked. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, so let's get into a quick update update. So Brian Wagner, bless his soul, was on a stream through the official Xbox Twitch account, I think. It was like being co-streamed by a streamer. Yep. Um, playing Jane Foster, playing Avengers for the launch. Big celebration. And the streamer, who I'm blanking on the name of this individual, basically said like, oh yeah, and She-Hulk is next, right? And then it just kind of devolved from there into Brian clearly being uncomfortable, wishing that that was not said, the streamer backpedaling, and then it turned into uh, several articles and several discussion points about this here game and She-Hulk coming in the future. You sent me this clip. Uh hard to watch painful to watch i can feel the pain in those moments yeah it's it's huge secondhand embarrassment uh like i said and we mentioned this off air but this is just kind of the open secret at the moment like yeah. the voice actor herself <laughs> all but confirmed that she's voicing the character um and it's it, it, there's been like numerous leaks in terms of like I think Miller leaks and things like that. So it's no surprise here. It's just unfortunate <laughs> that everything in this game keeps leaking. Like I can't think of something that really has been particularly surprising because I think the game has been like very data mined to hell. And like we had voice clips of Christopher judge doing uh, his black Panther before like maybe up to a year before uh, the raid even or the uh, expansion even came out. So that's just how it's been going with this game. Yeah. Like you said, this has kind of been an expectation for over a year now. Uh, like we've all known She-Hulk is coming to this game and was probably going to be like the 2022 hero. Uh, I think it was either last week or the week before or episode prior. We talked about, I think uh, Brian Wagner also tweeting about uh, 
like tweeting fans and saying about roadmaps, plans for heroes. And it sounded like the next hero was going to be something unexpected, which you and I both wrote off She-Hulk because it's like, oh, well, we all know She-Hulk is coming to the game, so it can't be her next. But yeah, that might just have been just have been like a we're not acknowledging the leaks sort of thing. And the leaks have happened so long ago that maybe people forgot because I remember War Machine also leaked at one point and we all thought that was going to be very soon. So realistically could have not been She-Hulk, but yeah, definitely painful, I'm sure, for Crystal to have that dredged up presumably weeks or a month or two before the reveal of She-Hulk. So yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but. definitely is unfortunate. Um I would imagine if She-Hulk is next, She-Hulk would probably be soon, given that the show is coming out next month, which is wild. That is kind of sneaking up on us. Yeah. Um, I would Genuinely, I would be surprised if it releases in time for the show, just because it does sound like She-Hulk is a bit more of a unique character than Jane was, even though She-Hulk is in name, sharing a lot with Bruce Banner Hulk. But based off of like the traditional design for She-Hulk and her capabilities, you would imagine that they'd want to flex with her being a sort of different build of a character, maybe a bit more agile, not as much focused on the tank wrecking things, but maybe just like a very strong damage build compared to Hulk. So yeah, we'll see. But Meanwhile, Jack... Got some exciting things going on in the greater world of Marvel. Namely, things that are going to be happening within the Disney Plus series Echo, which is coming next year, I think? Let's say yes. They're talking about it so much that I feel like it has to be within the next 12 months, right? I feel like Echo is a 2023 project. Yeah. So... Uh, via The Hollywood Reporter, they have corroborated rumors that both Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk and Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock will appear in Echo. And there are rumors, Jack, that Matt Murdock will be in the series having a subplot looking for somebody, looking for an old ally. And it is speculated that ally will be Christian Ritter's Jessica Jones. So pretty exciting stuff. Very exciting. Um, happy for the confirmation alone of Wilson Fisk and Matt Murdock showing up. Wilson Fisk, I think, was like 100% lock. And I think Matt Murdock was a bit of a not rumor, but sort of speculation. And mm -hmm. now it's officially confirmed. So that's great. I would imagine they're the same characters they've always been. And if Jessica Jones is potentially coming in, then it would seem that those shows are canon or at least there it's all the same actors at the very least yeah and i didn't write this down but there was also a story a couple days ago that uh on disney plus jessica jones got renamed to aka jessica jones which i believe is the hmm. comic book series name so don't know what that is but there's movement on the jessica jones front it, that's really interesting i didn't even see that yeah so I mean, I, Jessica Jones is one that I've always been very curious to watch, mainly because uh, I really like Kristen Ritter in Breaking Bad and in The Defenders. 
And I also know David Tennant was the villain, and he's great. So, yeah, I guess before Echo next year, I'll have to get caught up on Jessica Jones. Me too. I liked. I, I didn't. I never finished the first season, but I liked what I saw. I just. I think it came at a bad time for me, um, and I just never got around to finishing it. But really enjoyed it. David Tennant is excellent in that show. Kristen Ritter, of course, is very fantastic. So I want to go back to it. And I know people really enjoy, especially the third season of that show. So I would definitely be down to to get through that. Yeah, we did Daredevil this year. Maybe we do uh, Jessica Jones in the near future. Sure. Next time there's a Marvel break, we'll figure out and pray to God that one of those happens again (laughs) for content reasons. But uh, yeah, exciting stuff. I think you're right. I will echo your sentiment about uh, wow. carrying over the, the characters. Amazing. I'm sorry. Amazing. Uh, the only other thing going on in Marvel right now, though, of course, is Thor Love and Thunder. General impressions have come out over the last week or so from pre-screenings, people who are first getting the chance to see it now. Not going to get into heavy detail here, but it seems mixed. Yeah, I again, I haven't really seen too much of anything anywhere, but uh, I've seen the Rotten Tomato score. That's kind of unavoidable at this point. Yeah. Um, and I've seen like a headline or two about people's impressions. Um, for me, it seems like it's probably a very Taika Waititi movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I again haven't seen the movie, haven't seen too much about it, but that's probably what. I'm expecting going into this movie, given that Marvel likes to let it's like big directors just sort of do their thing. And they definitely let him do that with uh, Ragnarok. And I would expect that to continue and just let the leash off a little bit even more with this movie, similar to how James Gunn was able to do that with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So that is where my head's at before seeing this movie that's a very good way to frame it i didn't think of it that way but you're 100 right um and i love guardians too so i'm sure the take of stands will be very happy with this movie um i i don't think i'm nervous about it i just i feel like within the last week or so maybe like two or three weeks my just my excitement for it is kind of cooled off where still definitely gonna see it this weekend Still looking forward to being able to talk about it, but yeah, at the very least, I just hope it's a good time. I hope Christian Bale gets to eat up some some dialogue, chew out some scenery, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for Christian Bale in this one. Like what you're saying, I really liked in the trailers with the black and white imagery. Yeah, I think he's just an incredible actor, and him being in the MCU seems really fun. And I honestly don't know anything about the plot like at all. Apart from like the first and second trailers, uh, haven't caught up with any of like the TV spots or any of the smaller trailers that have released since. So I'm pretty much as media blackout on this movie as I can be at this point. So just at the very least, as I am with any Marvel movie, excited to go in and eat a ton of popcorn. That is like and enjoy myself. That is like the bare minimum of my expectations. Very nice. Lots of tangents this week, but uh, did you see recently, I think it was for the press circuit for this, but Christian Bale uh, was saying some words about Batman recently. No, what was he saying? Um, 
I, I think he said that he hasn't seen The Batman yet, but he was excited about it because he likes Pattinson. But the other thing, somebody was like, oh, would you ever come back for Batman? And he was like, if Nolan came to me and had a script, I would do it no questions. And I was like, man, am I going to start getting nostalgic and excited to get Christian Bale on another Batman project with Christopher Nolan? Because I think yeah. I'm getting excited. Yeah, man, that would be... I mean, there's just a re- really easy way to do it if they wanted to just do the Dark Knight Returns route. And yeah, I know they kind of they kind of did that with Rises in a way. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. But, like, you know, they could fully go into it. And, yeah, yeah, dude, bring back JGL. I was fully expecting that to continue with like yeah. under a different director or whatever. But it never did. Yeah, I remember Man of Steel times. There was rumors that he'd show up as Batman. And it would be like, oh, this is... Same universe, because remember, the, what an era 2013 was, dude. <laughs> yep. What a time, the year of the Dark Lord, Dark World, sorry. Thor the Dark World 2013. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, we're, we're clearly very far past that at this point. Well, apparently not, Jack. Some people are saying Love and Thunder is the worst Thor movie. No, so. I can't believe that, dude. I cannot believe that. I've seen at least two people say that. I'm interested to see why they said that. Yeah, me too. Because I, I, there is a select group of people that will say something is the worst thing because of certain things in movies. Sure, sure. Fair enough. Yep, good point. And I don't listen to them. Um, so interested to see. <laughs> I'm just really interested to see this movie at the very least. I yeah. want to know what's going on. I love going into movies not knowing a thing about them. Did that with Doctor Strange. Loved it. Interested to see what this movie is even all about. Well, I'm interested to hear what you think about the penultimate episode of Ms. Marvel because we've already reached it. It is time to talk about the second to last episode of the newest Disney Plus Marvel series. We've got one more episode in the chamber for next week. General thoughts. What do you think of episode five? I remember last week you were still positive on the show. Has anything changed? Are you still excited about the future? Where are you at with episode five? Um, I'm mostly still positive on this show. I, I This episode definitely is a departure from what we've seen in a lot of ways. Like A lot of it is like backstory and flashbacks to characters we're not familiar with so that eats up i think like half the episode Mm -hmm. um and i've heard complaints of people saying like the six episode run maybe hinders the show a little bit because they have to cram a lot of things into the show uh to really wrap it up and i can understand that but i still really am enjoying the ride i liked the emotional points of the show and of this episode and i really liked uh, her family really accepting her, or her mom at least accepting her and understanding uh, her powers and just kind of being okay with that. So, yeah, I'm still really enjoying this show. I'm interested to see how they wrap it up because this episode kind of felt like the last episode mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like, there were points where, like, it seemed like the villains are mostly dead and she was getting <laughs> parts of her costume and stuff like that, so... That was a little interesting, and I'm, I'm gonna be. I just want to know what what they're gonna do to wrap up the show. But yeah, overall, really enjoying it. What about you? I think this episode could have easily fallen into the pit 
and trappings of every other Disney plus Marvel show. And I think it managed to stave that off. Like I can't speak to what we're going to do next week, but I think specifically episode five to me, at least avoided that third act syndrome that a lot of these shows have in their final couple episodes where, yeah, there was a confrontation with the villain group who aren't that they're not the highlight of the show. Right. But the fact that we were allowed to like ruminate in this flashback period for a good amount of this episode made me very happy because it meant that we were developing the themes of this show and the point and message of it more than the plot, which I think the plot was not that interesting to begin with, where it's like, oh, there's this group of Eternals, kind of, who have this other problem. It's like the division in that team. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, So the fact that it focused on the flashbacks, how that tied into Kamala's journey, and just thematically, I think the show is killing it, and I'm very happy that similar to what you're saying, this kind of feeling like a finale, they allowed that to be the big purpose this week and feel like there was some resolution to the character moments, the family ties, and all that stuff that makes Ms. Marvel unique. Again, I can't speak to what's going to happen in episode six, but I really did like this, and I think it helped the show really stand out amongst all the other series we've gotten so far because at this point in i think every show we've talked about since wandavision it's been like all right yep the show's ending so right and uh yeah there there was honestly a lot uh to like about this for me uh most importantly was the sets and it feeling like they were actually in places they were Mm -hmm. the the train station in particular i was like wow there's more than five people on screen because like every Disney Plus show, it's like, all right, they're in they're in some supposedly populated place and it feels so barren and yeah. you feel like the claustrophobia of them, like trying to get through like these waves of people. Um, so I thought that the show looked great on that level. Um, and also just in general, I love that scene of Kamala actually being the person to, I think, help her grandmother get on the train and um, get where she needed to be. I always like that sort of thing, like popping up with uh like harry the third harry potter book yeah, or movie uh-huh. like, it, was, it was immediately my thought like oh it was me the whole time i thought that was cool i i did want to say i had a feeling that we were setting that up for a while now but the execution of it i did like and like you i do enjoy when that however the hell they can make it work actually is what we end up doing with it like um the example you gave of Prisoner of Azkaban, that reveal was really great. And here, I, I do like it as well. And I think it fits Kamala and just serves the purpose of really establishing the theme of the show being embracing your family and embracing who you are, right? Because I, I think that was a lot of the fears that I read about going into the show, that it would remove that struggle that Kamala has. But episode one, right, we learn that her grandmother has this crazy story and that everybody thinks she's senile because when she was a kid, she was saved by, like, Starlight. 
and then Kamala steps up and embraces that truth and like that's what her family's history is that's what why her family is where she is in this show and I thought that was a very poignant way to sort of make the character feel in line with what people were hoping the character to be or at least the journey that she goes on right of accepting who you are no matter what people think of it and I think tying that to her grandmother who again out the gate was treated as this crazy person was uh, very well done I liked that a lot yeah I'm interested to know how much this deviates obviously her powers are different but in terms of the backstory how much it deviates from the comics because I really appreciate how much of a focus in the show is on her family and I really like the line of her grandmother saying like our family is magic or our family's magical something along those lines mm-hmm. um I really liked that and I I think this could have been really a like sidestep story in the show but you can tell that everything we saw in terms of like her lineage was really important to where we are now um and I I, I like how the show's taking more so of a focus on her family yeah i i completely agree and i i think it's unfortunate that like we've had to shelve uh her friends right because they also had a really strong presence for being a support net for her in the first few episodes but i'm sure we'll get some sort of resolutions next week as well um but yeah I, i'm glad that the show's sort of embraced its own identity and i'd be curious to go back and look at what the episode fives were or in the case of wandavision episode eight or seven to see like how strong we felt about episode fives of the past because i feel like this is probably the best episode five we've had is the flashback episode for wandavision is that the second to last episode is that like with the deed of the house and everything? Yes. I will check. I have Disney Plus pulled up. Um, okay. If so, that is my favorite. And it's funny because this is also a flashback episode, partially. Yeah. It, that Was that, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Was episode five of Moon Knight the flashback episode too? Um, Where he gets to see everything, like the creation yes. of Steven? <laughs> yes. All right, hold on. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> maybe Maybe this is a pattern. The, um, okay falcon and the winter soldier jesus christ jack <laughs> no wait falcon and the winter soldier they just go to the farm okay maybe not the farm but you know what i mean L- episode Louisiana eight House. episode eight of wandavision the penultimate episode previously on wanda embarks on a troubling journey revisiting her past for insight into her present and future yeah that's that's my favorite so far okay so penultimate episode flashback i'm clicking on moon knight right now um i think you're 100 right with the moon knight one episode that is five asylum mark and steven yeah. search through their memories to find the truth or become left behind mm-hmm. what are the shit was there a flashback episode of hawkeye i forget i don't think so what about loki that's kind of in the first episode maybe i think so yeah loki episode five is the weird episode in the the upside down i don't know what else to call it the purgatory place oh okay yep Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I don't remember. Episode 5 of Hawkeye is called Ronin. It says Kate makes a shocking discovery. I cannot, t- for the life of me, tell you what that episode was, but... No. Yeah. I, maybe, maybe there's a trend. I yeah, there must be some narrative structure where, like, in that, like, part 5 of whatever story you're telling, your character has to, like, go Reflect. back to their past and, like, yeah. learn lessons from their past. Well, that being said, I'll stand by. I do think the execution of it in this episode was very strong. Right. And I think probably supports the themes of the show stronger than those other shows did, maybe. But yeah, I I still feel really good about Ms. Marvel. I really like it a lot. And I see a world where next week I'm saying it's the best Disney Plus Marvel show. I don't think I'm quite there, but I am still high on it. My one gripe with this episode I had a groan moment was when uh, the main villain gave up her like powers, I guess it seemed, and said Kamran and Kamran got the glow in his fist. That was like the same power, but differently colored than Kamala's. And I was like, no, (laughs) they're doing it again. They're doing the hero and villain have the same powers, but they're ideologically different or something along those lines. So not looking forward to that fight i don't really get why they would fight at this point in time because it seems like their connection was still pretty strong you know i i don't know if they will fight i hope they don't but that that seems like that's where we're heading yeah i was gonna say maybe they just subvert expectations maybe it's uh comrades like i'm gonna reject my family legacy because kamala's going on this arc of like embracing it but if Kamran's like, I don't agree with what my family did, I think that would also be a very powerful moment and a good reflection narratively of the journey Kamala went on. Because we didn't really get to explore much with Kamran and his feelings on it. Like, you can tell us a struggle with him. But, yeah, fingers crossed that that's the thing they go on, you know? And then he just ends up going to school and hanging out with Kamala and uh, Bruno and everybody, you know? Maybe that's where we end up on the final episode. That'd be great. Yeah, and and like what you alluded to earlier, I do feel like it is unfortunate that as much as I like the previous couple of episodes, we have definitely left like a lot on the table in Jersey City that feels unresolved. And I don't know how successful the show will be with resolving that in one episode. It feels like we need like another couple to really finish off everything. So I'm not sure how great the finale is going to be with wrapping up all that stuff. If there's no 25-minute sky battle, I think they can wrap all that stuff up. So, again, fingers crossed that uh, sure. the, those those big, colorful uh, space hands are just going to do a, a handshake instead of a punch. You know, maybe that's what sure. we're going to do. Sure. And we you, you have to imagine this show does not have the budget to really have a good final battle. Yeah. So I would, I don't, I, I'd rather not see that. Yeah. Uh, Predict, since we're talking about predictions, uh, will Carol Danvers show up next week before the uh, recommended Disney Plus watch this next thing pops up? Yes, I feel like that is the cameo for this show. I don't know how that would make sense. Uh, unless I'm really curious, like how she adopts the name as Marvel, because I would imagine that happens next week. So maybe Carol Danvers gets a hint of that 
and she's like, oh, I see you've taken inspiration from me. I don't really know, though. She seems like she'd be very busy in the galaxy. So not really sure how they're going to tie that in. I, I think I cracked the code. Tell me. So the uh, the bracelet is whatever the same tech, ancient tech that Shang-Chi's rings are. Okay. They're linked in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's the material. Maybe it's when they were created. I don't know. But in Shang-Chi, we saw Carol Danvers discussing with Wong, Banner, uh, Shang, and Katie the, I don't know, the, the importance behind them, right? So, for some reason, Carol will be around and be like, oh, the the rings are calling out to this other thing. It's this artifact. Let me track it down. And she sees Kamala walking to school in a Ms. or Captain Marvel shirt, and she'll be like, "Hey, Ms. Marvel, come here. We gotta, <laughs> we, we gotta, we gotta take a trip somewhere. I gotta talk to you about something." That's good. I can that, see it. That's the prediction. I like that. That's a very strong prediction. Thank you. I, I feel like she's cocky enough. She's probably got that attitude towards kids, right? That's mm-hmm. gonna happen. Yeah. Hey, Peter Parker. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hey, who do you think you are, Ms. Marvel? Come here. Sure. Those are my colors. I get that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I would love to see that. Cur- very curious to see how they implement that. Yeah. Because this is presumably going to set up why Kamala is going to show up in the Marvels, right? Because I don't think any of the Marvels show up again before that film, right? No, I don't. I think you're right. That is. Is that next year? I, th- I, th- I think so. I, it was supposed to be this year, I think, like this November, but it got pushed let me look up the date real quick yeah it, that seems like a 2023 project july 2023 about a okay. year from now okay yeah i don't think any of those characters show up in any projects before that yeah so this is the perfect time to do it mm-hmm. well that is this week's excelsior bit of a brief one but we'll see how Ms. Marvel wraps up next week. Until then, Jack, where can the agents of Excelsior find you? Sure. You can follow me on social media at Fascinated Jack. What about you, Christian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Chun2D2. YouTube.com slash JoyClicks is where you can go to find the video version of Excelsior. If you want to get the audio version on podcast services, just look up Excelsior, JoyClicks, Avengers Game Podcast, any of those things, you will find us. Rating and reviewing is a quick and easy way to help the show. It takes a brief second to tap five stars or leave a couple words on why you enjoy the show. We appreciate it. It helps us reach more people. And if you want to support the shows even further, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash joyclicks at the one and five dollar tiers. Five bucks will give you producer credit on every show we produce, like Aaron Easton and Jose Garcia. So thank you very much. And uh, next week, this feels like I, I say this a lot around these times. We will have the finale discussion and the Thor review. <laughs> I feel like yeah, those that, line up all the time now. Yeah, I. It, it does feel like a show starts or ends when a movie comes out. Yeah. And, but hey, then I do think we have a Marvel break. Right? Yeah, until She-Hulk, right? Yeah, we got a full month. Wow. So. <laughs> comics, maybe? Comics? Maybe, maybe we replace Spider-Man? Maybe we do something oh. like that? Dude, I've been thinking about that 
comics Spider-Man series you've been talking about forever? Where he Life like, Story? Yeah, man. Life Stories? I would read Life Story. All right, pencil it in. All righty. So, look forward to that. But until then, Excelsior. Excelsior.